Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay and Matthew, I'm of course William Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? I'm I'm good. Glad to have you on the show. I'm glad uh, that everybody could uh, check out the show. Um, on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about um, the the Mets. You know their their um recent um status with uh, Jacob Degrom and how you know they have a divide on whether or not to extend his contract or not. You know before the season, and we'll also talk about uh, you know Luis Severino agreeing to deal with the Yankees with the extension. We'll also talk about the Knicks at the All Star break. Some some players uh. Depending on the All Star festivities, you know we'll talk about that, and we'll, we'll give you our preview of um, of the upcoming Elimination Chamber pay per view event. But uh, most importantly, guys, you know the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. Um, Glad to have you on the show. So, um, with that, without that further ado, let's uh, let's just um, dive into baseball. And now, um, basically, you know, congratulations are in order for um, Luis Severino. You know, he he was able to um, agree to a four-year, forty million dollar contract extension with the Yankees. I mean, he had an up up and down year this past season. Um, he started off strong, and then the second half, um, it went the opposite way. He was he was horrible in the the second half, um, and people were um, speculating that he's he's uh, tipping his pitches, which led to his um, you know horrible second half. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I thought it was um, it was great. I mean, they avoid arbitration, um, you know, by signing him to that deal and you know he's one of the best young pitchers in baseball right now you know um you know if we lose this guy we lose one of the top aces in baseball but like you said he had a great first half last year second half not so much i mean it was it it was it wasn't a bad second half it just wasn't as good as his first half you know especially the the postseason where as you mentioned, that he is sipping his pitches. So, you know, he's still a young guy. He still has the room to, for improvement, you know, and, you know, he, his stuff, man, is like you're not going to have many – you're not going to find many pitches with the stuff that he has. So, glad uh, Yankees were able to give him that extension, sign him to that deal, and uh, keep him a Yankee for now. And um, hopefully this upcoming season we could see bigger and, and better things for uh, Severino. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was a smart move by the Yankees, you know, locking up a guy, you know, uh, you know, 
with the four-year four-year extension, and he should have a bounce back here. You know, he's a very talented young guy, definitely part of the Yankees' future, and you know he should continue to do you know amazing things with the Yankees. Uh, on the flip side with the Mets, you know the Mets uh, they announced that. Oh, but before I go to the Mets, um, you know, uh, Cesar Sabathia announced that it's going to be his last year, his last um, year yep. in baseball. So, um, you know, it's the end of the era with you know, with a you know a, a tough veteran lefty, a guy who's you know called um, you know the, the Bronx home for 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 about a decade now. So, it's going to be the end of an era. In the box for him. Definitely a future Hall of Famer. I think he's, what, three or four strikes away from from, uh, 3,000 strikeouts, I think. So, yeah, it's uh, last year. I mean, hopefully he makes it special, you know? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. You know, the season's going to be starting next month. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see what he's going to do in his last year. You know, before he retires. Yeah. Moving on to the Mets, um, uh, Jacob Degrom. You know, they're they're still having, um, you know, um, a divide between the 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 Mets and uh, Jacob Degrom, giving him a contract extension. And basically, Jacob Degrom gave them an ultimatum to sign to extension. Or he's he's not going to negotiate during the season, so Mets definitely need to get the act together and um, lock this guy up because this guy coming off of last year, he's he's the best pitcher in the game. He had no run support. They need to throw. They need he de, he earns this. You know he he de, definitely deserves the contract extension because if he has another year like he did this past year, uh, man, he's. He's he's gonna be asking for a ridiculous amount of money. So hopefully they can hopefully they could get a a, a a hometown discount a bit. But you know you know he's gonna be getting paid a lot of money. So it's gonna be no, most likely north of twenty million dollars. So you know Mets, he got a he got they gotta lock him up, man. Mets are playing with fire. Uh, if they don't like do something now. Give him some type of extension because the way Mets are with money these days, you know they better they better give him an extension right now before before he command, he starts commanding more money. And you know, based on his numbers, I mean, this guy could you know go to any other team, be an ace, and lead them to the postseason just by himself. You know, Absolutely. so Mets been not. Uh, you know they're 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 treading they they're they're playing with deep fire right now. So mm-hmm. you better get their acts together with this guy. Absolutely, it's non negotiable. On, on brighter Mets news, uh, Nikki Callaway announced the the obvious: Jacob Degrom for the first time of his career, he's going to be the opening opening day starter for the Mets. So, you know, congratulations to him. A much Congrats. well deserved. Um, honor, but, you know, what's going to make it sweeter is if they can, um, you know, lock them up like the bigger boys from DuckTales, man. Yeah. Them a deal. They, need, I mean, they need to get them the deal. Yeah. Remember, um, back in 2015, um, there were rumors, well, 
2015, I think it was Matt Harvey threatened to shut himself down during the postseason run, right? Yeah. But this is this is not like Matt Harvey. Like Matt Harvey's not the pitcher yeah. that Jacob Degrom is. You know, mm-hmm. no Mets weren't you know never serious about you know signing or giving Matt Harvey an extension. But this guy, you definitely have to give him an extension, no doubt about it. Yeah, he he's definitely been the Boy Scout on the team. Yeah, you know, as good as Matt Harvey was at that time. You know, as a Mets fan, you obviously you wanted him to 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 sign you know, for them to you know sign him to extension you know before all these um surgery these surgeries he had like a th- uh, thoracic outlet surgery and the Tommy John surgery you know and then of course you know the off the field um, you know partying stuff that you know affected his career with the Mets right. you know Jacob Degrom you know he's you know been level-headed you you never hear him have any you know off the field incidents with him the only the only incident he had with the Mets was basically was when his uh former agent of last year um I think his name was Brody Van Wagenen which happens to be the current GM of the Mets yep was yep. saying like they should they should um you know sign him or or trade him you know sign him to extension or trade him now if Brody Van Wagenen does not agree to a deal, he's going to look like a hypocrite because when he was Jacob DeGrom's um, agent, you know, with the CAA, he wanted, he wanted him to, um, they wanted, he wanted the Mets to stop playing around it and, um, you know, sign him to the extension. Now that the tables are turned, he, he better, he better um, make sure it happens, you know? Yeah. That's better not playing around. I know. So they better do it. I mean, they have the they have the young pitching. You know, they got they got the Groms and the guard, Mats, um, Wheeler, who had who was arguably the best pitcher in the second half. You know, obviously other than the Grom, you know, all season. So and then of course, unfortunately, they have Jake, uh, Vargas, who improved in the second half. You know, once the Mets was out of it, thank no no thanks to him. You know. Missing the 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 start of the season uh, with an injury and then his ineffectiveness, so Mets are really banking on a lot that Jason Vargas, the weakest link on the team by by far, is going to bounce back. So I have a question for you. Sure. Who's going to have the better season next year? Um, this upcoming season, Severino or Degrom? Who's going to have a better year? You think? That's a that's a very good question. That's a very good question. Um, um, I think, I think, uh, generally speaking, it would it would be you you would assume it would be Seferino. He got that, you know, the Yankee offense, so he should have more opportunities to win, win more games. But I think the Browns going to be the, the the better pitcher. Will it trans Will, will it translate to wins? The, uh, you know, more wins. Um, it, it, that's that's uh, remain to be seen, but I think uh, Degrom will have a better year. Will be better than the two of them. You know, I'm biased, you know, so I'm gonna go with Severino, mm-hmm. you know, because despite Severino's, you know, um, so-so second half, he still finished with a 19 and eight record, uh, you know, which is pretty good. Well, yeah, because he was dominant in the first you know? half. Yeah, dominant in the first half. That's that's why his no his his record is you know, is always going to be great, you know, overall, you know, 
Yeah. He should be on that, that Yankee offense team, you know, that off, that great offensive Yankee team, so. Yeah, I, I think he I think he has Cy Young material. I mean, if he could stay consistent all year, I mean, this guy, you know, this guy could be dominant, you know. He like Pedro-like, Pedro Martinez-like, so we'll see. Yeah, he definitely has the, you know, the ability to do it, you know, and the the, the, the stuff to do it, so he he's definitely – I think he'll definitely um, improve from uh, from last year. Yeah. So, yeah, the Yankees definitely don't have to worry about that for sure. Except for you know, it's the, the other guys who they need to stay healthy, like Tanaka, CC in his last year. Yeah. And um, see how Paxton, uh, you know, um, you know how he how he adjusts to pitching in New York. Yeah, that in Seattle, so which is the same thing you could say for um Edwin Diaz, the closer for the Mets, who they who they got in the Cano trade. You know, he had the most saves um in the game last year with um I think what fifty one he had, sorry serving right. Maybe fifty no, I think he had fifty seven. So um yeah, he, he had a he had a phenomenal year. you know, we'll see if he can adjust to New York. And um, and then of course you know the Mets have brought back Familia, so they'll have another guy who has um success in New York to lean on, you know, to yep. set up games for him. So definitely, I think I think easily the you know the Mets the Mets pitching is, is the strong shoot, the, their strong suit, you know, other than Vargas. And um, yeah, they're hitting. They just have they're hitting. They have to stay healthy. Cespedes has announced that he's going to um. He's gonna come back sometime this season, whether it's two he's two months away, three months away, a month away, you know, he doesn't know. So I'll believe it when I see it because Whenever Mets, he wants to play. <laughs> yeah, whenever he wants to play. If the Mets are, you know you know, they're they're if they're pitching or are playing the way they're supposed to play and the hitting adjust, you know, with uh, Chili Davis as their new hitting coach, which I think it's going to be a plus for for um, the Mets. You know, their their offense will improve. I mean, they can't be any worse than they were um, for you Last know year. the first half of the year, uh, uh, barring the the first what twelve games of the season. You know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but um, yeah, I think they'll I think they'll definitely improve. And if Mets want to um, shock the world, you know, they gotta. They they gotta their hitting have to improve and the pitching has to you know perform the way that you know their the the back of their baseball card is expected to show if these guys can stay healthy so we'll see what happens yeah. with that and then um, shifting uh, to NBA um, the Knicks finally won a game on Wednesday night uh, they beat the Hawks but uh, the bright spot of the Knicks. Um, ha- has definitely been um, uh, Mitchell Robinson, their um, their center, and um, also uh, Dennis Smith Jr., the guy they got in the in the in the trade for Porzingis. And uh, unfortunately for him, you know he he lost uh, to um, uh, Hamadou Diallo from uh, from OKC, you know, because uh, in the finals. He um he missed the dunk, so but they gave him a charity, 
um, seven points. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> I thought they were just going to give him zero, but they no, gave they gave, they gave, they gave him points for attempts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, that, that's what happened. So he he wasn't out of it, and then he had the um the dunk um the perfect dunk, and um but but Diallo man he. You know he got he um he sealed the deal with that that dunk. He had um over um I'm trying to remember. Shaq. Was it? No no no. What? No no. I'm not talking about that dunk. I'm talking about the last dunk he did. Um, I think it was against uh over Dwayne. No, it wasn't Dwayne. Oh, over Quavo Amigos. Yeah right exactly. When he when he dunked over him and you know grabbed the ball and dunked it, you know um yeah he had over his head and. He grabbed the ball and dunked it. Yeah. That was nice. But his best dunk one that was definitely over Shaq. That one was the best Yeah, one definitely. Yeah, hands down. No doubt about that. So he de- he definitely deserved it. You know, um, congratulations to Diallo, you know, winning the 2019 Slam Dunk Championship. And then afterwards, um, another guy on the Knicks who who um, played in the All Stars uh, weekend was uh, Kevin Knox. He played. Uh, he I think he scored 11 points when uh, the US, Team USA beat the world. Um, Kyrie Irving was the coach, and um, for that team, who obviously Kyrie Irving is one of the the players that are rumored to be coming to the Knicks this summer, hopefully. With Durant, but um, yeah. Here's here's what um, remember a few after uh, Porzingis got traded, Durant didn't want to answer questions, mm-hmm. but this time he wanted. To, but this time he answered uh, questions about the the Porzingis trade. Um, he was saying, um, I play basketball for the Warriors, and my main concern is to be the best player I can be every day. I have no concern about trade moves or transactions throughout the season with other teams. That doesn't concern me at all. That has nothing to do with me. And with Przingis, he said, I'm glad Przingis is in a better spot for him in Dallas. I look forward to seeing him and Luka uh, Doncic play together for many years to come. And um, about his um, him coming to the Knicks, he said, I don't know. Um, well, well, about him leaving the door, about him leaving the the Warriors, you know, in the offseason, he said, I don't know, that's on them. I'll figure out once we're done playing. And uh, he also talked about his friend uh, DeAndre Jordan, who, was, who, who also was a, a highlight of the Knicks so far, averaging a double-double every game. Um, he said, it's my friend that it's my friend that got traded. He's in a good place, and he understands what the business is like. We'll talk. We talk more about life more than NBA. He'll be fine. Okay. So he didn't shoot down the rumors as as we speak right now. You know. Well, we'll see what happened in the summer, July first. Shall see. Knicks need him desperately, as badly as they needed LeBron James to come in the the decision year. That's how badly they need Durant to come. Because if Durant don't come. Even if they sign, even if they sign Kyrie Irving, it's not going to be enough to turn this team around. They need, oh, they need Durant. Kawhi Leonard need more than Durant. Good, you know. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they got they 
at the very they need two superstars, obviously, but they at the minimum they Durant has to come, and then if they get Durant, anybody will will come, whether it's um what you gonna call it, whether it's um you know Anthony you know Anthony Davis, you know um after the twenty twenty season, or or anybody else, you know. Durant has to come. There's no doubt about that. And speaking of Davis, um, he also talked about the rumors about him coming to the Knicks. And uh, they asked him, you know, why would he want to come to the Knicks? He, According to him, he said to the reporters, it's a great franchise, playing obviously in the Garden, the city, but obviously Milwaukee is in that list too. And then he further uh, said, Big market, small market, it doesn't matter uh, to me as long as uh, winning is involved, and that includes the Celtics. Well, actually, that doesn't include the Celtics because they they weren't on his list. So, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that we'll happens. happens. I, I still think he's going to get traded to the Lakers in the off season, and they fired their um their GM Demps. You know. Because they, I guess, you know, because they failed to trade, um, you know, he failed to trade um, Davis, you know, before the trading deadline last week. So, yeah, we'll see. But, um, yeah, let's, and, uh, you know, Pops, uh, now that I think about it, NBA, uh, I think that one of the Nets players uh, won the three-point contest. Oh, yeah, Harris. So congrats to him, you know, and and props to the the the, the Nets, you know they, you know they they're really playing well this year. They're shocking the world. They 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 have more wins than they did. They almost have as much wins as they did the entire season. I think they had thirty two thirty two wins last year, and they already have thirty. So, you know, congrats to them. More exciting team than the Knicks to watch right now. That's for sure. I know. That's why Knicks gotta be worried about. The Nets, 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 Lakers, and and Clippers. Even Clippers is a threat, you know. Yeah. Because all 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 three of those teams, you know, beside the Knicks have uh, cap space for two superstars. So Knicks better watch out. Nets haven't been oh, this yeah. scary since uh, the Jason Kidd era. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. You gotta you gotta watch out for them because you never know. People might start super teams in, in Brooklyn like they did when Kevin Garnett came over there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll see what happens. Or should I say, um, yeah, um, when uh, Morning came over there too around that time. So, let's, you know, let's see what happens. Hopefully, Knicks can make the right decisions and get some players to come here. But um, yeah, let's see. We'll, we'll see about what happens uh, in a few months from now. Um, let, yeah, let's just dive into uh, the Elimination Chamber. Uh, what's your thoughts on, on this pay-per-view? Uh, you know, it's I'm not as excited uh, um, as I was for the Royal Rumble, but uh, I guess, you know, it should be a good pay-per-view to watch. You know, there's a few matches that, uh, you know, yeah. I'm interested in watching, but other than that, I mean, I'm not really pumped up to... I'm not pumped up for it, honestly. Yeah, I, I hear you. There's there's a few matches that definitely 
is worth watching for sure. Up first is Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Is obviously not one of those matches we're looking forward to. Uh, Braun Strowman is going to beat him for the one million time. I mean, who cares who wins with this Strowman versus Corbin match? It's a no disqualification match, so I'm assuming there has to be some type of interference. But who cares what happens anyway? But yeah, Strowman is going to win. And uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a two-on-one handicap match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Um, I, I could see it going either way. I guess... Hmm. I, I have a feeling Finn Balor could win, but Bobby just won the title like like was in there last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. It'd be kind of more how, than that. How long? Did he he's had it since the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's had it since the Royal Rumble. Just after the, I think he had it just after the Royal Rumble. Really? I think. Didn't so. he go into the Royal Rumble with the Intercontinental Title? Yeah, but then but the Royal Rumble was like was like a few weeks ago. Even though it right. was in January. Yeah, but he had it like before that, just before the Rumble, I think. Let me let me see. Uh, who do you think's gonna win? I think um, Ashley's gonna find a way to retain it somehow. Let me see, let me see if I can find out when he won this title. Oh yeah, okay. I see it. January fifteenth. January 15th. Okay, oh, so month. that was officially a month ago. So, yeah, he yeah. did walk into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. Right. He did walk into the... Right. You, you got it there. Um, I, think he'll, I think he'll retain it. Yeah, you, I, I guess you're probably right. I, I guess maybe Finn Balor will take the title off him maybe at WrestleMania or maybe even Fastlane. I think it might be too early for them to take the title off him, so I'm agree with you. Lashley will retain. All right, um, let me see what the matches we have here. Uh, we got um, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Singles match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I don't really care, but I guess Tazal would win it. I think Murphy would retain it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that either way. Um, yeah, how about The Miz and um, Shane McMahon versus The Usos for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship? I think, um, I mean, realistically, Uso should win this match. But um, I think they're going to make The Miz and Shane hold on to the title. Yeah, this could go either way. They're going to find some way to do it. They're going to find some way to do it. This one could go either way because I could see the Usos winning it. Um, By the way, they're talking about the Usos. Jimmy Uso is just arrested. For some reason, recently, I think he was squaring up oh, to yeah, a cop or something. That. So, 
I don't know if that's going to change the outcome of the match, but um, I'll, I guess I'm leaning more towards the Miz and Shane McMahon retaining it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with you on that one. I definitely think, uh, I think Shane, Shane will definitely, I think Shane will single-handedly win the, the match. I think Miz will get attacked by the Usos, maybe get put through a table or something, and and then Shane will just go coast to coast on one or if not both of them and win the match by, yeah. all by himself. So I think Miz and Shane will retain the title. Um, moving on to Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot, singles match for the women's uh, championship. I mean, we all know Ronda Rousey is going to win. Ruby Riot was saying like people are, you know, are looking pa- looking past her like she's she's not a threat. And generally speaking, she would be right, you know, because she definitely, if she was built up more, she would be she would be a credible women's champion um, contender. But Ronda Rousey is 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 that um, that unstoppable train, express train. So she's gonna Ronda Ruby Riot's just gonna be another um, victim to Ronda Rousey tomorrow. So Ronda yeah. Rousey will retain. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Ronda's going to retain it. I think it'll be a tough match, but I think uh, I could see Ronda winning it by disqualification with uh, um, what's um, what's her name interfering? Uh, Sonya Deville? Is it Sonya Deville? Oh, forget her name now. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, Sonya Deville is in... Um, she's not in the right squad. I mean, uh, what's the other, you know, the purple, uh, yeah, Sarah, Lo- um, Sarah Logan and, um, um, what's her name again? Uh, I see her face. Um, um, what's the name of the other one? Um, uh, Liv Morgan. Right, right. I can see them interfering and helping her out to win the match, try to win the match, and that ends up being. They're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that happening. And speaking of, uh, the Riot Squad, uh, the aforementioned uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan are going to be competing in the first ever tag team elimination match uh, for the for the women's for the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. They're going to be facing off against the the other aforementioned Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, the Iconics, which is of course Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Versus the the Hog and Boss connection, which is Bailey and Shasha Banks, Naomi and Carmella, and uh, Nia Jax and Tamina. Now this is a this is a tough one right here. Um, the two, let's see, it's more either going to be Nia Nia Jax and Tamina or Riot Squad, but. Um, I think it's gonna be Nia Jackson Tamina that's gonna win it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would lean. Yeah, I, it would either be or even I could see WWE even pulling one over us. Maybe even crowning the Iconics as champions. Oh yeah, that's the that could happen. You know what? That could happen. That's a good one. That's a good. That is a good thought. Cause they are like the tag team version of like Alexa Bliss. Like they always. Find yeah. a way to promote these these girls. Yeah, go with I, that is you know that's a good that's a good out of the box 
um, choice. Because Nia Jax and Tamina are the obvious choice. The Wyatt squad would be a second one. Would be the would be the second one. Yeah. But yeah, iconic. Yeah, iconic is a good one. Naomi and Carmella. I mean, that's a fan favorite, and obviously Bailey and Sasha Banks. But yeah, I, I think I think I'm I'm sticking with Nia Jax and Tamina to to, to hold on to the title. Yeah, they're favorites. And uh, last but not least, you have the new Daniel Bryan um, defending his title um, in a in in the Elimination Chamber match, the WWE Championship, versus um, the real AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston. And yeah, this uh, along with the elimination, the um, the women's tag team elimination match, uh, and I yeah, those are the two matches that are the two marquee matches for t- for uh tomorrow. And mm. I could see it going either way. I mean, I could easily see I could see someone with Joel winning. Um, I'd love to see Kofi Kingston shock the world and and win it after that. His amazing, uh, you know, performance in the gauntlet, gauntlet match, even though it, it was in a losing effort eventually, even though he eliminated a few Hall of Famers uh, during that gauntlet match. But um, I think Daniel Bryan is going to retain it. And how he's, is he going to retain it? If he gets outside interference by um, Eric Rowan, and I'm. This is my pick. Who he's gonna, who, how he's gonna win. Luke Harper makes a surprise return, and uh, and sets up the victory. Wow. Maybe um, attacking AJ Styles or and or Kofi Kingston, and um, and basically Daniel Bryan retains the title one more time. Yeah, I can so, see yeah, that. So yeah, me personally, I'd love to see Kofi or Samoa Joe win it. I mean, both of those guys never won it. You know, Kofi, you know, he's paid his dues for the last eleven years in the company, and um, it would be great to see him finally win that title. You know, and um, Samoa Joe as well. I mean, he's been in the company for a few years. I mean, not I mean not even not including uh, the um, you know NXT. So it'd be great to see him. Uh, it would, it would be great to see any of those guys win it, especially uh, Kofi. If he doesn't win it now, till tomorrow, he's never going to win the title. Uh, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I see Dan and Ryan retaining the that paper mache title belt. Um, <laughs> I see Luke Harper coming out and helping him, or you know, him just finding a way to win it. But yeah, but I think when it all says done, he'll leave that uh, event with mm-hmm. the championship. Uh, I'm with you, man. Um, you have anything you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, just check out my show, iMac, uh, Saturdays at 10, and come back here check out a Sportsman Legend on your box at Radio 11. You're the guy. Check out his show, iMac, every Saturdays at 10. Check out, come back next week for our all-new episode of Sportsman Legend um, every Saturdays at 11. And check out my um, YouTube channel, Sports and Living TV. He's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.